Hey, good morning. Question for you today. Do you believe in your power? And I want to dive right into this because this is a huge issue. It's a huge deal. And I think especially as women, we tend to want to compare ourselves to others. And when we do that, we can see their power really clearly. And we can see all their amazingness and all their giftedness. But in that same sense, then we diminish our own. We don't see our own. We forget how incredibly powerful we are. So yesterday on Facebook, I reposted a post from Third Eye Thoughts. And the author um, of this, or the person that said this quote is unknown, but the quote is this. Actually, maybe I'll just throw it on the screen here. Let me see here. Here we go. The longer you entertain what's not for you, the longer you postpone what is. The longer you entertain what's not for you, the longer you postpone what is. You see, we're so powerful. So if you're walking around looking at other people, comparing their highlight reel to your inner reality, you're focusing on the wrong things. You're focusing on their success and maybe even making that mean that because they're successful that you can't have yours. Their success does not diminish the ability for you to be successful. In fact, if you are an abundant thinker, if you believe that there's enough for everyone, then when you look at other people that are successful, you should be jazzed. You should be hyped up because it's proof that it's possible. And if it's possible for them, it's possible for you. So I want to go kind of into the granular here. I want to dive into the weeds um, a little bit about what it means to believe and see your power. Because we truly get what we focus on. And I know, blah, blah, blah. That's like such a cliche saying. But I want to dive into that on um, on a specific level here. And if you're watching the replay, say hello. Um, maybe you're listening to this in a podcast. Hello, I'd love to hear your comments and what you what comes to mind as you listen to this um, and what comes up for you as far as steps to be able to change and move forward. So uh, I'm gonna talk to you about two clients that um, experiences that I've had in the last couple of weeks. So one client has been really in tune to thinking about what she is thinking about and what she's noticed is that she spends a lot of time thinking about her lack and her inability to do things. And so she's working on every time she notices a thought that isn't in alignment with the person that she wants to be, she replaces it with something else. Now, First of all, there is no way that you can filter all of your thoughts. We have 50 to 90,000 thoughts a day, depending on what study you look at. There's no way that you can filter all of your thoughts. But when you notice that you're feeling off, that you're not feeling at ease and at peace, then pause and think about what you're thinking about. Begin noticing when you feel like crap and then go back to the last thought that you had. I'm gonna take a drink here. Oh, look at this. And my mug says, your comfort zone will kill you. Doing this requires you to step out of your comfort zone. 
doing this requires you to get really uncomfortable and curious, not judgmental, but curious about what you're thinking. So two examples. First of all, client called me and said their mom visited. And, um, you know, we pick up our core beliefs about ourselves and about the world from our caregivers. So it can be our parents, the people that we spent the most time with, the mentors, maybe people at church, if we were involved that way. Um, maybe It may be people that were mentors to you in your school or after school program or Girl Scouts or FFA or some type of leadership program. You get the idea, right? We absorb other people's beliefs based on, you know, how they act, what they tell us that we should think. And, and we're sponges when we're small and we don't know any different. And if we don't ever evaluate those beliefs, then we'll go through our whole lives convinced that this is the way the world is, but it's all through our own filter of beliefs. And we all do that. So when I work with clients, we, we think about what we're thinking about and we start noticing when we don't feel good and we start thinking about what we're believing about things. There's no way. If I said to you, write a list out of all the things you believe, there are some that you know, like you know, like you know that you believe, but there are others that are really sneaky. So I want to show you, I want to give you this example. So my client, she called, we had a session and she's like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, my mom came to visit. And I said, okay, but what happened? And she said, you know, I realized that I was programmed, that it was taught, I was conditioned to believe that I, or, or that I should look for reasons to not feel good enough. And she's like, now she knows that it's, it's never, it's not your parents' fault. I mean, obviously no parent says, Hey, I want to teach my kids to not feel good enough. N nobody says that. It, it's just, if you don't heal your own stuff, you keep bleeding over everybody else. If you don't go within and do the work, you're going to go without. You won't have the life that you want. You won't have the money that you want. You won't have the relationships that you want because it all depends on your inner world. You've got to order your inner world. You've got to heal and see those places that maybe it's skewing your lens. It, it's, it's muddying up your filter. So back to my client. She said she noticed she was spending time with her mom and my client has like a really cool kitchen set from like the 1960s. And it has like uh, the chairs that have the padded back and the padded seat and like the chrome legs and the chrome in between the back of the seat and the chair and it's funky and she loves it. And her mom came over and was like, oh, this is really, this is a really cool set. And then she looked at the chrome piece between the back of the chair and the seat, the two connector rods, the two connector, I don't even know what you call them, but I hope you know what I'm saying. And she's like, my mom used to have a set like this. And when I was younger, she had me polish the chrome and I could never do it good enough. Isn't that interesting? My client was like, oh my goodness, her heart started breaking for her mom. Because instead of just seeing the chair, it was a trigger for her to prove once again that her mom wasn't good enough. And you know, if her mom is 70 some years old and she's behaving that way, and those are the thoughts that she has, you know, she's spent her whole life looking for reasons to prove 
that she's not good enough. And my client realized that she's doing the same thing. And so we worked on how to stop that. And it's not an overnight thing, but it can be overnight moment to moment when you notice it. And as soon as you notice it, you can change it. You can't change anything that you're not willing to deal with. Anything that you're not willing to dive into. And is this work heavy? It can be. It can also be a lot of fun. It can be like a game, like, ooh, I noticed I'm triggered. Why am I triggered? Why am I so mad right now? Why do I feel so anxious right now? What's the story I'm telling myself? And these are all things that I work through with my clients. So that's example number one. My client had this huge epiphany that, oh my goodness, I see my mom's pain. She's carrying all this pain of not feeling good enough. And it comes out in a simple comment based on the chrome of some chairs that immediately take her back to not being good enough. Where are you doing that in your life? How does that show up for you? Do you notice it? Because you are so powerful. You don't have to believe everything you think. Just because that's a pattern that you've gotten into doesn't mean that you have to stay there. You have the power to change. All right, second example. I have a client and they, um, they've they been having trouble with their vehicle and they've had the vehicle almost three years. And so um, we had a session uh, just a few days ago and, and they, um, when we were on the phone, she said to me, okay, we were in the car, I was with my family and she has teenagers. And um, she said, oh no, this, this, uh, the car's messing up again. The light was coming on, whatever it was in the dash. And um, immediately her son said, <laughs> well, we just got screwed, didn't we, mom? And she's like, what do you mean? And, she, and he's like, well, the, the, uh, the warranty's almost up. They've had their car for almost three years. And, and she was like, oh my goodness. My son is looking for ways for us to be like the victim or for us to get the short end of the stick or for us to have been screwed over. Like how did, first of all, where did he learn that? How did I contribute to it? And, and how can we change it? And initially she felt really bad because as a parent, right, you don't ever want to pass on your stuff to your kids, but you don't know what you don't know. And if you are a parent or you're raising children in any capacity or having an influence on children in any capacity, you're passing on your beliefs to them by how you behave. And she, she remembers several weeks ago, she was saying after they got the car back from the dealership, oh, I hope this is the last thing that goes wrong because our warranty's almost up. And I, I don't, I, I'm worried about that. And her son based on beliefs that he has about the world and how it operates, took that to the next level, like, oh, the warranty's up, we're getting taken advantage of. Well, that's, is that true? Like, is that true? Hey, April, is that true or is that their truth? It's all dependent on the filter that you have. Like, what is your lens? What is your lens? And I'm gonna go back to this saying, the longer that you entertain what is not for you, the longer you postpone what is. So this correlates to every aspect of your life because everything you want wants you, but you can miss seeing it. 
miss seeing the opportunities, miss seeing the friendships, miss seeing the abundance all around you if your focus is on what you don't have. And so many times our mind wants to take us there because, well, our mind wants to keep us safe. And this is something that we dive into inside of Shift. It's something we dive into big time inside of Big Life You. But truly, our mind is sneaky and everything about it is based on two things, keeping us safe and keeping our beliefs intact. So if you're not getting the results that you want in your life in any area, it's based on what you believe. And how do you, how do you figure that out? Well, you've got to think about your mindset. You've got to think about what you're thinking about. You've got to notice when you're off, when your emotions get the best of you, when you don't have them, but they have you. And you've got to notice where you're vibing. And I know that sounds woo-woo, but everything carries a vibration. Every emotion carries a vibration. And we like attracts like. It's a universal law. So if you're vibing low and you're always in lack and you're always thinking about what you don't want, what do you think you're going to get? Because you have to be a match for what you want. And if what you want is vibing up here, then there's a disconnect, right? There's a disconnect. So I'm gonna wrap it up with this. So Mother Teresa, she had it going on. She knew her power. Did she use the same verbiage that we use today with manifestation or having faith over fear or all these fancy quotes that we have? No, probably not. But she was quoted as saying, and this is a, not a direct quote, okay, I'm gonna, I'm like paraphrasing it here, that you will not find her at an anti-war rally. You'll find her at a peace rally because she knew what she wanted and she focused on that instead of going against something because where your focus goes matters because that's what expands for you. Try it, try it. Think about something that you wanna see. Maybe it's a red car. Maybe you want to see money somewhere and your, your mind will work its best to find that for you and you'll start seeing those things everywhere. It's just how it works. So I've been reading this book Ask and it is given. I was raised in a very religious household. Um, I was taught that the Bible was the only way and there were certain prayers and you had to believe one way and, and not that and none of that is true. I'm not saying that, but that I just wanted to give you a background. And so I was hesitant to read this because it this this screams a Bible verse to me, right? So the Bible says, you know, faith is is believing without seeing. It's knowing it's there, even though you can't see it. Well, what do you think manifesting is? It's the same thing. Um, there's a verse in the Bible that says, ask and you will receive, knock and the door will be open, seek and you will find. And what I am finding as I grow is that my beliefs about God or Gus, God universe source, have changed immensely from the Bible being the one way, only way, this is it, only thing there is, to God, universe, source being the same thing and everywhere. Like even in the Bible, it says, you can find me in nature. I'm all around you. I'm always present. And I just think that there's so much to that. Anyway, so 
I dove into this book and I'm just going to read you a few sentences from this chapter. It's chapter 12. And um, it says this. In this attraction-based universe, where there is no such thing as exclusion, the harder they push against unwanted things, the more they achieve vibrational alignment with unwanted things, which is exactly what I was talking about. And in doing so, the more they invite unwanted things into their own experience, and as more unwanted things now manifest in their experience, they show up their own belief. They prove it to themselves. But they were right all along about how bad and invasive that unwanted thing was to begin with. In other words, the more you defend your own beliefs, the more the law of attraction helps you live them out. What are you fighting for? You see, you get what you fight for, whether it's lack or abundance, because where your focus and attention goes, your mind is working with you to seek more of that out to be sure that you're safe because it wants things only congruent with what you believe and same equals safe to your mind. It's interesting and it's very sneaky. So how do you feel about this? I'd love to know. <laughs> I'd love to know as you're watching what comes up for you. How do you feel about the things we've talked about today? Do you believe in your own power? Do you see areas where you're giving it away? And if this sparks a fire in you and you're like, oh my goodness, I have to know more. I wanna understand how to dive into this in a bigger way. And are there other things I can do? The answer is yes, there are. And there's a program that starts on Sunday that's called Shift. It's a seven day mini course. It's $77. And this is just one of the things we dive into. This isn't even, I mean, we've just touched the tip of the iceberg, okay? So we dive into these kinds of ideas about shifting your power, your emotions, your control, all of these things. And then I give you work. Like you take the lesson and you apply it immediately to your life. And then the next day we have another session. So I go live for seven days inside of a private Facebook community. And then the, if you can't make it live, it's fine. Um, the lives happen at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time every day. And then there's worksheets and activities to solidify what we're teaching and have you work through your stuff inside of Shift. Oh, thank you, April. April said Shift is amazing. She looks forward to starting it on Sunday. Yay, I'm so happy to have you here. So um, I'm gonna put up the link for Shift and I'd love, for, if, this, if this resonates with you, if this is something that you're like, I wanna know more about, I wanna understand what it means to stand in my power, I wanna know how I control my thoughts, I wanna know what this looks like, sign up. You've got nothing to lose. If you hate it and you've done all the work and it doesn't work for you, I'll give you a refund. <laughs> but this work works 100% of the time when you do the work. So if you're ready to change your life, if you're ready to believe and step into your power on a more consistent basis, join me. So that's it. If you have questions, message me. I hope this served you. Regardless of what you do, I hope there was a takeaway that you have from our time together today. And I hope you understand how powerful you are. You are worthy of everything that you want and everything that you want, wants you. You've just got to be careful about what you're putting out there that you want. All right, love you guys, believe in you, go live big.
O sea. Hey, good morning. Question for you today. Do you believe in your power? And I want to dive right into this because this is a huge issue. It's a huge deal. And I think especially as women, we tend to want to compare ourselves to others. And when we do that, we can see their power really clearly. And we can see all their amazingness and all their giftedness. But in that same sense, then we diminish our own. We don't see our own. We forget how incredibly powerful we are. So yesterday on Facebook, I reposted a post from Third Eye Thoughts. And the author um, of this, or the person that said this quote is unknown, but the quote is this. Actually, maybe I'll just throw it on the screen here. Let me see here. There we go. The longer you entertain what's not for you, the longer you postpone what is. The longer you entertain what's not for you, the longer you postpone what is. You see, we're so powerful. So if you're walking around looking at other people, comparing their highlight reel to your inner reality, you're focusing on the wrong things. You're focusing on their success and maybe even making that mean that because they're successful that you can't have yours. Their success does not diminish the ability for you to be successful. In fact, if you are an abundant thinker, if you believe that there's enough for everyone, then when you look at other people that are successful, you should be jazzed. You should be hyped up because it's proof that it's possible. And if it's possible for them, it's possible for you. So I wanna go kind of into the granular here. I wanna dive into the weeds. Um, a little bit about what it means to believe and see your power because we truly get what we focus on. And I know, blah, 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 that's like such a cliche saying, but I want to dive into that on, um, on a specific level here. And if you're watching the replay, say hello. Um, maybe you're listening to this in a podcast. Hello. I'd love to hear your comments and what you what comes to mind as you listen to this. Um, and what comes up for you as far as steps to be able to change and move forward. So uh, I'm gonna talk to you about two clients that um, experiences that I've had in the last couple of weeks. So one client has been really in tune to thinking about what she is thinking about and what she's noticed is that she spends a lot of time thinking about her lack and her inability to do things. And so she's working on every time she notices a thought that isn't in alignment with the person that she wants to be, she replaces it with something else. Now, first of all, there is no way that you can filter all of your thoughts. We have 50 to 90,000 thoughts a day, depending on what study you look at. There's no way that you can filter all of your thoughts. But when you notice that you're feeling off, that you're not feeling at ease and at peace, then pause and think about what you're thinking about. Begin noticing when you feel like crap and then go back to the last thought that you had. I'm gonna take a drink here. Oh, look at this. And my mug says, your comfort zone will kill you. 
Doing this requires you to step out of your comfort zone. Doing this requires you to get really uncomfortable and curious, not judgmental, but curious about what you're thinking. So two examples. First of all, client called me and said their mom visited. And, um, you know, we pick up our core beliefs about ourselves and about the world from our caregivers. So it can be our parents, the people that we spent the most time with, the mentors, maybe people at church, if we were involved that way. Um, maybe It may be people that were mentors to you in your school or after school program or Girl Scouts or FFA or some type of leadership program. You get the idea, right? We absorb other people's beliefs based on, you know, how they act, what they tell us that we should think. And, and we're sponges when we're small and we don't know any different. And if we don't ever evaluate those beliefs, then we'll go through our whole lives convinced that this is the way the world is, but it's all through our own filter of beliefs. And we all do that. So when I work with clients, we, we think about what we're thinking about and we start noticing when we don't feel good and we start thinking about what we're believing about things. There's no way, if I said to you, write a list out of all the things you believe, there are some that you know, like you know, like you know, that you believe, but there are others that are really sneaky. So I wanna show you, I wanna give you this example. So my client, she called, we had a session and she's like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, my mom came to visit. And I said, okay, but what happened? And she said, you know, I realized that I was programmed, that it was taught, I was conditioned to believe that I, or, or that I should look for reasons to not feel good enough. And she's like, now she knows that it's, it's never, it's not your parents' fault. I mean, obviously no parent says, Hey, I want to teach my kids to not feel good enough. N nobody says that. It, it's just, if you don't heal your own stuff, you keep bleeding over everybody else. If you don't go within and do the work, you're gonna go without. You won't have the life that you want. You won't have the money that you want. You won't have the relationships that you want because it all depends on your inner world. You've got to order your inner world. You've got to heal and see those places that maybe it's skewing your lens. It, it's, it's muddying up your filter. So back to my client, she said, she noticed she was spending time with her mom and my client has like a really cool kitchen set from like the 1960s. And it has like um, the chairs that have the padded back and the padded seat and like the chrome legs and the chrome in between the back of the seat and the chair and it's funky and she loves it. And her mom came over and was like, oh, this is really, this is a really cool set. And then she looked at the chrome piece between the back of the chair and the seat, the two connector rods, the two connector, I don't even know what you call them, but I hope you know what I'm saying. And she's like, my mom used to have a set like this. And when I was younger, she had me polish the chrome and I could never do it good enough. Isn't that interesting? My client was like, oh my goodness, her heart started breaking for her mom. Because instead of just seeing the chair, it was a trigger for her to prove once again that her mom wasn't good enough. And you know, if her mom is 70 some years old and she's behaving that way and those are the thoughts that she has, 
you know, she spent her whole life looking for reasons to prove that she's not good enough. And my client realized that she's doing the same thing. And so we worked on how to stop that. And it's not an overnight thing, but it can be overnight moment to moment when you notice it. And as soon as you notice it, you can change it. You can't change anything that you're not willing to deal with. Anything that you're not willing to dive into. And is this work heavy? It can be. It can also be a lot of fun. It can be like a game, like, ooh, I noticed I'm triggered. Why am I triggered? Why am I so mad right now? Why do I feel so anxious right now? What's the story I'm telling myself? And these are all things that I work through with my clients. So that's example number one. My client had this huge epiphany that, oh my goodness, I see my mom's pain. She's carrying all this pain of not feeling good enough. And it comes out in a simple comment based on the chrome of some chairs that immediately take her back to not being good enough. Where are you doing that in your life? How does that show up for you? Do you notice it? Because you are so powerful. You don't have to believe everything you think. Just because that's a pattern that you've gotten into doesn't mean that you have to stay there. You have the power to change. All right, second example. I have a client and they, um, they've been having trouble with their vehicle and they've had the vehicle almost three years. And so um, we had a session uh, just a few days ago and, and they, um, when we were on the phone, she said to me, okay, we were in the car, I was with my family and she has teenagers and um, she said, oh, no, this this uh, the car is messing up again. The light was coming on, whatever it was in the dash. And um, immediately her son said, <laughs> well, we just got screwed, didn't we, mom? And she's like, what do you mean? And, she, and he's like, well, the the uh, the warranty's almost up. They've had their car for almost three years. And and she was like, oh, my goodness. My son is looking for ways for us to be like the victim or for us to get the short end of the stick or for us to have been screwed over. Like how did, first of all, where did he learn that? How did I contribute to it? And, and how can we change it? And initially she felt really bad because as a parent, right, you don't ever want to pass on your stuff to your kids, but you don't know what you don't know. And if you are a parent or you're raising children in any capacity or having an influence on children in any capacity, you're passing on your beliefs to them by how you behave. And she she remembers several weeks ago, she was saying after they got the car back from the dealership, oh, I hope this is the last thing that goes wrong because our warranty's almost up. And I, I don't, I, I'm worried about that. And her son based on beliefs that he has about the world and how it operates, took that to the next level, like, oh, the warranty's up, we're getting taken advantage of. Well, that's, is that true? Like, is that true? Hey, April, is that true or is that their truth? It's all dependent on the filter that you have. Like, what is your lens? What is your lens? And I'm gonna go back to this saying, the longer that you entertain what is not for you, the longer you postpone what is. So this correlates to every aspect of your life because everything you want wants you. 
but you can miss seeing it, miss seeing the opportunities, miss seeing the friendships, miss seeing the abundance all around you if your focus is on what you don't have. And so many times our mind wants to take us there because, well, our mind wants to keep us safe. And this is something that we dive into inside of Shift. It's something we dive into big time inside of Big Life You. But truly, our mind is sneaky and everything about it is based on two things, keeping us safe and keeping our beliefs intact. So if you're not getting the results that you want in your life in any area, it's based on what you believe. And how do you, how do you figure that out? Well, you've got to think about your mindset. You've got to think about what you're thinking about. You've got to notice when you're off, when your emotions get the best of you, when you don't have them, but they have you. And you've got to notice where you're vibing. And I know that sounds woo-woo, but everything carries a vibration. Every emotion carries a vibration. And we like attracts like. It's a universal law. So if you're vibing low and you're always in lack and you're always thinking about what you don't want, what do you think you're going to get? Because you have to be a match for what you want. And if what you want is vibing up here, then there's a disconnect, right? There's a disconnect. So I'm going to wrap it up with this. So Mother Teresa, she had it going on. She knew her power. Did she use the same verbiage that we use today with manifestation or having faith over fear or all these fancy quotes that we have? No, probably not. But she was quoted as saying, and this is a, not a direct quote. Okay, I'm going to, I'm like paraphrasing it here, that you will not find her at an anti-war rally. You'll find her at a peace rally because she knew what she wanted and she focused on that instead of going against something because where your focus goes matters because that's what expands for you. Try it. Try it. Think about something that you want to see. Maybe it's a red car. Maybe you want to see money somewhere and your, your mind will work its best to find that for you and you'll start seeing those things everywhere. It's just how it works. So I've been reading this book, Ask and It Is Given. I was raised in a very religious household. Um, I was taught that the Bible was the only way and there were certain prayers and you had to believe one way and, and, not that, and none of that is true. I'm not saying that, but that I just wanted to give you a background. And so I was hesitant to read this because it this this screams a Bible verse to me, right? So the Bible says, you know, faith is is believing without seeing. It's knowing it's there even though you can't see it. Well, what do you think manifesting is? It's the same thing. Um, there's a verse in the Bible that says, "Ask and you will receive. Knock and the door will be open. Seek and you will find." And what I am finding as I grow is that my beliefs about God or Gus, God universe source, have changed immensely from the Bible being the one way, only way, this is it, only thing there is, to God universe source being the same thing in everywhere. Like even in the Bible, it says, you can find me in nature. I'm all around you. I'm always present. And I just... 
think that there's so much to that. Anyway, so I dove into this book and I'm just going to read you a few sentences from this chapter. It's chapter 12. And um, it says this. In this attraction-based universe, where there is no such thing as exclusion, the harder they push against unwanted things, the more they achieve vibrational alignment with unwanted things, which is exactly what I was talking about. And in doing so, the more they invite unwanted things into their own experience, and as more unwanted things now manifest in their experience, they show up their own belief. They prove it to themselves. But they were right all along about how bad and invasive that unwanted thing was to begin with. In other words, the more you defend your own beliefs, the more the law of attraction helps you live them out. What are you fighting for? You see, you get what you fight for, whether it's lack or abundance, because where your focus and attention goes, your mind is working with you to seek more of that out to be sure that you're safe because it wants things only congruent with what you believe and same equals safe to your mind. It's interesting and it's very sneaky. So how do you feel about this? I'd love to know. <laughs> I'd love to know as you're watching what comes up for you. How do you feel about the things we've talked about today? Do you believe in your own power? Do you see areas where you're giving it away? And if this sparks a fire in you and you're like, oh my goodness, I have to know more. I want to understand how to dive into this in a bigger way. And are there other things I can do? The answer is yes, there are. And there's a program that starts on Sunday that's called Shift. It's a seven day mini course. It's $77. And this is just one of the things we dive into. This isn't even, I mean, we've just touched the tip of the iceberg, okay? So we dive into these kind of ideas about shifting your power, your emotions, your control, all of these things. And then I give you work. Like you take the lesson and you apply it immediately to your life. And then the next day we have another session. So I go live for seven days inside of a private Facebook community. And then the, if you can't make it live, it's fine. Um, the lives happen at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time every day. And then there's worksheets and activities to solidify what we're teaching and have you work through your stuff inside of Shift. Oh, thank you, April. April said Shift is amazing. She looks forward to starting it on Sunday. Yay, I'm so happy to have you here. So um, I'm gonna put up the link for Shift and I love, for, if, this, if this resonates with you, if this is something that you're like, I wanna know more about, I wanna understand what it means to stand in my power, I wanna know how I control my thoughts, I wanna know what this looks like, sign up. You've got nothing to lose. If you hate it and you've done all the work and it doesn't work for you, I'll give you a refund. <laughs> but this work works 100% of the time when you do the work. So if you're ready to change your life, if you're ready to believe and step into your power on a more consistent basis, join me. So that's it. If you have questions, message me. I hope this served you. Regardless of what you do, I hope there was a takeaway that you have from our time together today. And I hope you understand how powerful you are. You are worthy of everything that you want and everything that you want, wants you. You've just got to be careful about what you're putting out there that you want.
All right. Love you guys. Believe in you. Go live big. We'll see you. Hey, it's Bethany. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If this resonated with you and you want to dive in more and learn more about how to shift your life, how to really live into a life on your terms and stand in your power on a more consistent basis, join us for Shift. We start Sunday, the 19th of September, 2021. Uh, the website to go to is Shift with B. That's the letter B. Com, shiftwithb.com. I will see you on the inside. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe. I would love if you left a review. That just helps us help others get dialed in and live life on their terms too. Take care.